0: What's up, everybody? We're back. Final episode with our guest and the founder of Sugarfina, Rosie O'Neill. Rosie, on this episode, I want to talk about something that I get annoyed about, you know, that I see all the time on Instagram and Twitter and on social media. And even in real life now, people are just like, oh, hustle, 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 grind, grind, grind. You know, I'm an entrepreneur, but they're not an entrepreneur. Um, What is the real reality of being an entrepreneur like?
1: The real reality is some days you're going to wake up and wish you hadn't started the company. And that's a thing a lot of people aren't willing to say. But it's kind of like saying you don't like your own baby. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Parents don't say that. Yeah. Um, but there are going to be days where you will regret that you started the company. And I definitely have those days. And I think part of what makes you a successful entrepreneur is the ability to recognize that those feelings are going to happen. And you have started this for a reason, reminding yourself what that reason is, and pushing through those days.
2: And more specifically, is it the opportunity cost? That is something that you like to think about? Those, um, on those days?
1: Maybe, but I think just because it's really freaking hard. Yeah. And some days you're like, is it even worth it? Hmm.
2: Like the amount of work that you have to do
1: yeah, play. the amount of work. And just, it's like
2: you just see like other people like kind of cruising through life and sure. having time to travel <laughs> and just like. You but know, even do the, like
1: even people on your team, you'll you know they can go home at night and sleep and not yeah. think about it, and you're thinking about it and stressing about it twenty four seven. And it's hard, especially if you don't have other friends who are founders. Or you know, I'm very lucky that my co-founder is my fiance, and mm-hmm. we can you know have those same lean conversations on each other. Yes, so. um, but it can be a very very lonely feeling when you have your own company
0: but what are the things that stress you out i mean is it that things are not going as well as you would Mm -hmm. want them to go are there problems that you have no real solutions for what is it that's keeping you up or really kind of affecting your mood or giving you anxiety or any of those things
1: yeah um so there's always problems, but the problems as the company grows, the problems get more complicated. So our problems in the first year were, oh my gosh, we have so many orders. We need to go pack more orders. We're going to stay up till 10 packing right. orders. Which like, is a
0: good problem.
1: It's a good problem but like I can physically solve that problem. Yeah, it's right. the most exciting
2: of all the problems. Yeah, it's probably. an exciting yeah. problem and I can do it <laughs> yeah. and yeah.
1: now we have problems where it is so far beyond what one person can do. Yeah. It's daunting you know um, and so it's more about how do you make sure that you're building a really great team mm-hmm. and that people are inspired and they want to stay with you and that you're holding people accountable while also upholding you know, your core values. Mm-hmm. Those Those things are really hard. And I think, you know, I look back fondly on those days when staying up till midnight packing orders was hard. Like that seems fun now. Um, But it's constantly changing and there will always be challenges.
2: And, And throughout this time, as you're dealing with these challenges and learning a lot about yourself and how to like take on these challenges, how, what resources do you like lean on to continue to like to learn and how to adapt and try to tackle those challenges as best as you can?
1: I have been really fortunate to develop just an amazing network of local entrepreneurs here in LA. Got it. So you just uh, like kind of
2: reach out to whoever yeah, you Yeah, reach might. out. And, yeah. you know,
1: it's like you go grab coffee or lunch and it becomes a therapy session. Yeah. Because like I said, you know, most of these, most of us don't have like a big network of yeah. people to talk yeah. to every day. So that's a great time to just share, commiserate, learn, help each other. I have found the community in LA of entrepreneurs is just top notch. Yeah. Great people.
2: Second to none. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I find it interesting because now at this point, Pat and I have probably sat down with close to 60 founders across LA and almost every single one of them talk about problems, like problems in their company. And it's it's crazy because from the outside world, you're thinking, you know, companies like Coca-Cola and, you know, Hershey's or whatever, I mean, just whatever big company came to mind that they must have just figured it out and there's no problems, but there's all these problems constantly and you become more of a firefighter as a founder but you know should people still start companies? I mean, should people still say, that's okay, this is going to be a part of the game and then learn to accept it? Have you learned to accept that that might be the norm as the company grows?
1: Oh, definitely. And by the way, big companies have problems too. I oh, mean, I like, know, yeah. I worked at Mattel, like yeah. way lots of problems. Yeah. Um, I think it's more about there's just, within some people, there's they can't not create things. Like it's just, they wake up in the morning and they have to go create things. Yeah. And like, that's who I am. And there's a lot of people, people, people out there like that. And I think that's healthy. That's like, a healthy human evolution. We should constantly be creating and evolving and trying new things. And yeah, it's hard, but so was colonizing America. You know what I mean? I don't yeah. mean to like yeah, trivialize it's a great it, example. but you know, like we are a species of people who are really pushing things forward. And mm-hmm. I think that's great and it should mm-hmm. be celebrated. Mm-hmm.
2: And do you think like, I mean, is there anything folks can do maybe ahead of time before starting a business to put themselves in a position to deal with these kind of, you know, um, imminent challenges or is it something that you just have to go through, and, and because it's like such case by case type of thing that you have to learn it as you do it?
1: I always encourage people to go work in a startup before yeah. you start a company because you see most of those. You problems. see, yeah. you will see, and you'll also learn. Like, oh, I don't want to do it that way. I want to do it this yeah. way, and or, you'll
0: kind of expect it.
1: Yes. Yeah. So immerse yourself in that world as much as you can before you actually jump into that world.
2: Mm -hmm. Yeah, and 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 I know, like when you were at Mattel, I'm sure you had folks working on your team that you were kind of you know responsible for. Um, Was that like that experience that helped you as you started hiring people for your own company, where it was kind of like now I have folks who I'm you know I'm I'm kind of like responsible for their well being, like they need to get paid on time and they need to do you know get whatever. You know, good good, uh, good experience at work, in the office, all that kind of stuff.
1: Yeah, there's yeah. that. And then also learning how to, learning from the people above you what you do and don't want to do. So right. like I learned that I do not want to have a big hierarchical company where 20 people have to decide something yeah. before it goes through. Like, so we purposefully made our organization very flat. So wherever you are, learn what you do and what you don't like. And then you can, you know, kind of absorb that and then implement it at your company.
0: Rosie, the final question I have for you is You're obviously working super hard, and you have the stress of being a founder and being responsible for this company and for the individuals that work for this company. When do you just kind of sit back and either relax or have downtime? And what do you do to, I don't know, to relax and get your mind off of work a little bit?
1: So, usually I have to like go somewhere in nature and leave my phone at home. Cause if I have my phone, which I usually do, it's constant work. I'm just checking my email, keeping up with people. So, like going on a long hike for me is awesome. Cause you just get out of the stuff that's going on and just get back to nature.
0: Mm.
2: Yeah. It's super easy. Like, I have friends that like, um, might just like turn their phone off as they're like working. So they like, and then they'll like catch themselves like grabbing their phone and it's like, yeah. There's uh, that. Yeah. Think
1: about when you like can't find your phone. There's serious anxiety, well, big like <laughs> big anxiety. Yeah. Um, so it like leaving at home on purpose is a really hard thing, especially to
2: as home. a business owner because yeah. you're like getting just oh, messages totally. left and right yeah. about what's. I'm like going maybe
1: <laughs> things will blow up while I'm on this hike, but yeah. you kind of just had to like accept that.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, this that. has been awesome, Rosie. Thank you so much for being on with us, sharing your story, sharing your insight. Uh, it's incredible the business you've built so far, and and you know both Posh and I. Uh, can't wait to see where it goes from here. So, awesome.
0: And and just so our guests know, where can they find you and where can they find Sugarfina both online and offline?
1: Yeah, so Sugarfina.com and then on Instagram at Sugarfina. Um, we uh, have stores all across North America and also two in Hong Kong.
0: How many stores are there now? Total? We're
1: about 50 stores now.
0: Wow. And more to come? More to come. Love, Love it. it.